time with the Lord. And I just thank God for him speaking to us, ministering to us, because we need him. We need him. We will always need him, author and finisher of our faith. We need him. So again, I appreciate everyone that's tuned in. And like I said, I see my friends and family, amen, uh, from different areas um, that have tuned in. So I thank God for you all. For those that are tuned in, we, we, we give you shout outs to our Cape May County family, to our North Carolina family, to uh, those I see the Maze Landing, Browns Mills, Goldsboro, Hallelujah, Villas. So we appreciate you for tuning in today for all over the country. Amen. For different parts of the country that are tuned in today. Amen. It blesses me. Like I said, when I wake up early in the mornings and, you know, you look at the statistics, of course, you know, three o'clock in the morning, you don't expect nobody to be listening. Somebody is listening, though. I crack up because somebody's actually tuned in. And um, but to see the numbers grow in morning prayer and fresh wind, I'm like, wow. I said, well, praise be. But anyway, let's get straight into it, because as always, I always run out of time, and my timer be looking at me. I'm looking at my timer right now, and my timer's like, you know you ain't going to make it. I'm supposed to be 15 minutes, y'all. I'm supposed to be 15 minutes every morning, and I always go over time. But this whole week, we have been talking about um, using permanent words in a temporary situation, and I appreciate the Holy Spirit because he gives me scripture as well, because I try not to just just share. I mean, Fresh Wind is like a devotional, so some some days we may not actually give a scripture every time, but I like to give you the word of God because that's the word of God that we need, especially in these days. We're in the the end time. This is the real end time. I know we've said the last days for the last 70, 80 years, but but we're we're in the end time, and uh, we're going to need that word, y'all, to sustain us. And, um, I was talking about how we can use permanent words in a temporary situation. And I, and I brought up temporary things. You know, ice cubes are temporary. <laughs> Let them ice cubes, bring them ice cubes out of the freezer and send them in that cup. Oh, it's going to dissolve, you know? Uh, and I just try to bring practical things that everybody can understand. Vacations are temporary. Lord knows I, I, if I could be on vacation for the rest of my life, I wouldn't know how to act. From one town to another, from one city to another. I mean, I could just chill and still be financially stable and just go on vacation. Welcome to Jesus. You know, gas prices. Now, y'all know that's temporary. Gas is one thing this day, another thing the next day. Lord, have mercy. I said, Lord, Jesus. Uh, Food cravings. (laughs) That's temporary. Basketball season, football season is temporary. Lord knows that's the truth. I get a kick out when I say clean clothes. That's temporary. There's, after you wear them a couple of times, you need to wash those things. There ain't, oh, ain't nothing wrong with it. No, put that thing in the washing machine. And there's so many other things I have read down through the week that are temporary. Like I said, that free coffee at Wawa, for those that know what Wawa is, it's a local store in different areas of the region that um, provides different food and stuff. But then sometimes they get free coffee. Y'all know that's temporary. And many times we can see things as temporary. I shared the story this whole week about the husband and the wife, and I'm going to give a recap. I do it on purpose because I want you to understand what, what we're trying to get to here. But I talk about the husband and the wife, and the wife gets a text message from her friends that your husband is cheating on you. And she, instead of her doing a full investigation, she goes off and she breaks, she wrecks the room up, and she's you know calling him all kind of names, and she's busting his car windows and, you know, flattening his tires and cutting up his clothes. I mean, she's going at it. She's going off. All to find out it wasn't true. 
And so she made permanent decisions, y'all, in a situation that wasn't going to last the whole time, in a temporary situation. She moved too quick. And she said things that she shouldn't have said. I also talk about the two friends. They went to the mall, and I said their names was Jane and Susan. Well, Susan must have said something that Jane didn't like, but Jane went off. She said, I hate you, Susan. You're stupid. You idiot. You messed everything up. Well, Susan felt some type of way because those words carried weight. Those words from her friend. Somebody else could have said it would have been one thing, but because Jane said it, which is her best friend, it hurt her feelings. Susan ain't want nothing to do with Jane for a couple of weeks. And I think even months had passed. And finally, Jane's trying to get in touch with Susan. Susan ain't picking up the phone, ain't answering, nothing. And so finally, Susan calms down and, you know, she heals a little bit and she answers Jane's phone call. And Jane says to her, Susan, I've been trying to get in touch with you. Where you been, girl? What's up? What's going on? Where you been? And she said, I'm, I've been here. And she said, but I'm still hurt by what you said to me when we were at the mall. Jane's like, oh, girl, I've I been over that. That ain't nothing. I, I'm, I'm over that now. But Susan's like, I'm not over it because the words you said hurt me. And, she, and Jane used permanent words in a temporary situation. Yes, that, that situation to her was temporary because now Jane is over it. Jane is doing well. Jane is fine. But Susan was hurt. She made permanent words in a temporary situation. And that word permanent, y'all, sometimes we can make permanent words in a, in a temporary situation that can be very detrimental to us, especially in the flesh, especially in our life. And I want to try to get this scripture as fast as I can, but that word permanent is indefinite, y'all. It's perpetual. It's everlasting. Permanent can be eternal. Permanent can be constant. It can be irreversible. You know, I, I, we used to do, when I used to work in behavioral health, we used to teach the kids, we, we brought some toothpaste and we said, all right, y'all, we're gonna do a game. And I think we gave them toothpicks or something, I forget what we gave, but they squeezed all the toothpaste out of the tube. Then we told them, now we need you to get all the toothpaste back in. They couldn't get it all back in into that little hole. Even the way the toothpaste was made, they couldn't get it back in. And we were teaching the kids, that's the same thing with our words. Once you speak that thing, sometimes it's, it, you can't take it back. It's hard for you to take it back. Yes, God is a God. Uh, 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 we have forgiveness and people will forgive you if you hurt them. But we have to be mindful of the words that we choose to share. And I constantly have to. There's times where, yeah, I get my flesh and I said it anyway. And as God please know, that's why he says in the word of Philippians, what sort of things are lovely and honest and true and of good report, y'all. He even talks about the way we talk, how we talk. He said, think on these things. And we begin to think on the things that are honest and true and lovely and whatever the rest of the scripture says, then we our, our, our thoughts are pure and our mouth is pure. That even when I want to complain and say something, even when I want to tell you off, and I'm telling y'all this so many times where I want to tell people a piece of my mind, people say, oh, he's just so nice and he's so sweet. No, I can tell you a piece of my mind if I really want to. 
I choose not to because I want to be like Christ. I didn't say I'm perfect, but I want to be like Christ. And there are some times where I say, you know what, Christ, I, I, I don't, <laughs> the old school, you say put the religion on the hanger or on the, on the shelf. But no, but there's times where I chose to be in my flesh and to tell that person off. And it wasn't even cussing, but I told, I chose to say something. And then there are times, y'all, where we do say stuff and don't realize that it's hurting someone else. There's been times where I've said something by mistake and I didn't realize, whoa, Nathan, you shouldn't have said that. I wasn't thinking it was a boundary thing. You know, we're all learning. But I want to say this. We can use permanent words in a temporary situation and mess the situation up. And the Bible talks about in Luke chapter one. We see here that we have married the mother of Jesus. She had a cousin named Elizabeth. And in this scripture, Elizabeth was very old in age and she was getting ready to have a baby as well, which was John the Baptist for those that ever heard about John the Baptist. And with this scripture, John the Baptist's father, whose name was Zechariah. And the angel of the Lord came to Zechariah and said, hey, Zechariah, you're going to have a son and the Holy Ghost is going to come and, and he's going to be great. He's going to be anointed. He's actually going to be just as anointed. And he's going to have the anointing of Elijah, the Bible says in Luke chapter one. Now, Zechariah, who's a priest, this is what blows my mind, who's a priest of the temple. When he heard these things, he said he questioned. The Bible says in uh, Luke chapter one, verse 18, he said, how shall I know this? For I'm an old man and my wife is well advanced in years. And the angel of the Lord said to him, guess what? I'm Gabriel who stands in the presence of God and was sent to speak to you and bring you glad tidings. But behold, because you did not believe, I'm going to mute your mouth and you will not speak until these things come to pass. One thing I love about God is God is like, it's going to come to pass whether you like it or not. But for just the case that you don't mess anything up, I'm going to shut your mouth up. And the Lord shut up his mouth. The man couldn't even say a word. They, they, even the Bible talks about how he was in the temple longer that day than before because he, he was mute. He came out the temple, couldn't talk. The scripture talks about a dumb spirit that he had. He could not speak. Because he was about to mess some things up that God was about to do for him. And how many times is God trying to do things for us that we messed up? Y'all, I'm telling you now, while you always rebuking the devil and blaming the devil, some of the situations that you are in is because you put yourself there. You open up your big mouth. You walked into a place you shouldn't have walked into. You hung out with people you shouldn't have been hung out with. You got yourself in situations. And I say it for myself. I got myself in situations that I did not need to get myself in. I'm like, now I'm laying before the Lord crying and trying to rebuke the devil. No, you got yourself there. I got myself there. And there's times where I've used permanent words in situations that wasn't going to last forever. And I want to encourage you today that on the flip side, we have a God that has created us in his image. And when he created Adam, he gave Adam dominion over everything in the earth. Even God, when God spoke, God, everything that was created, God spoke it, y'all. He said, let there be light. There was. Let there be this. There was. Let there be man. Everything he did, he spoke. And he gave us that same dominion. Adam saw a lion, said lion, elephant. He called the animals. He gave Adam dominion with his mouth to speak and declare. And so he did with us. And he made us in his image and he gave us the Holy Ghost. 
The Bible even says when Jesus Christ came here on earth, Jesus Christ, who is our chief apostle, our king, our Lord, our savior, our shepherd, he came into the earth. Hallelujah. And he came from heaven to earth to show the way and from the earth to the cross, from the cross to the grave. And when he went back up to glory, he said, I'm going to give you power. That's why in Acts chapter one, verse eight, it says, but ye shall receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. So we received that power. We received that glory, that, 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 that power from on high. He given us so that now when we speak in the spirit, when we speak in the authority of God, hallelujah, that we can speak words that can change our situation. And I believe that the word of God is permanent. The word of God is everlasting. The word of God is lifelong. The word of God is continual. The word of God is perpetual. The word of God is endless. And so guess what? On the flip side, the Lord said, you need to be quiet in your own thoughts. You need to be quiet. And what did we talk about last week? Last week, we said you have the right to remain silent. You have the right to be quiet in your flesh. You have the right to be quiet in your own self and let the word of God speak. And so guess what? We need to use the word of God in our temporary situation. We need to use God's permanent word in our temporary situation. We need to use God's permanent word in our temporary situation. We're dealing with enemies, fears. We're dealing with guidance. We're dealing with help, old age, patience, trust, and worry. And I tell you, if you're dealing with enemies, he said, no weapon formed against you shall prosper. Isaiah 54 and 17. And every tongue that rises against you, he said, in judgment, you shall condemn. We can use God's permanent word in this temporary situation. Sometimes we're dealing with fear and that fear won't last always. It's a temporary moment we're going through. But if you're dealing with fear, you can use God's permanent word. Isaiah 41 and 13 says, for I, the Lord, your God will hold your right hand saying to you, fear not, I will help you. And I'll, I'll, I'll probably read some more scriptures tomorrow, but I ain't going to jump back for that old age. For like, again, for my senior citizen family that tunes in. And you said, man, I'm getting old. I feel some type of way. Well, use God's permanent word. He said in Isaiah 46 and four, even to your old age, I am he. And even to gray hairs, I will carry you and deliver you. Huh? Some people are dealing with some trust, some trust issues. We all got some trust issues sometimes. And sometimes those trust issues can be, can be temporary. But in that temporary situation, use God's permanent word. The Bible says in Proverbs chapter three, verse five and six, trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not to your own understanding and all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. But that's, but the main scripture I want to share with y'all real quick and I'll try to, we'll, we'll, we'll close it all up tomorrow for um, fresh wind. But I want to go to second Corinthians chapter four. And I just want to read this chapter and then we're going to close. It says, therefore, seeing we have this ministry, as we have received mercy, we faint not. Hallelujah. It says, rather, we have renounced secret and shameful ways. We do not use deception, nor do we distort the word of God. On the contrary, by setting forth the truth plainly, we commend ourselves to everyone's conscience in the sight of God. But if our gospel be hid, it is hid to them that are lost. 
and whom the lowercase God, in whom the God of this world, lowercase g, in whom the God of this world has blinded the minds of them which believe not, lest the light of the glorious gospel of Christ, who is the image of God, should shine unto them. For we preach not ourselves, no we don't, but we preach Christ Jesus the Lord and ourselves your servants for Jesus' sake. For God who commanded the light to shine out in darkness has shined in our hearts to give the light of the knowledge of the glory of God in the face of Jesus Christ. Okay? But we have this treasure in earthen vessels that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Listen to this, y'all. For we are troubled on every side, mm -hmm, yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. We are persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Always bearing about the in the body and the dying of the Lord Jesus Christ, that the life also of Jesus Christ might be made manifest in our body, for which we live are always delivered unto death for Jesus' sake, that the life also of Jesus might be made manifest in our mortal flesh. We're getting to the, the, the verse I want to share, but I wanted to just read this chapter so you can see. So then, death worketh in us, but life in you glory to god hallelujah we having the same spirit of faith according as it is written i believe and therefore have i spoken we also believe and therefore speak all right knowing that he which raised up the lord jesus shall raise us also by jesus and shall present us with you for all things for your sake that the abundant grace might might, excuse me, for the abundant grace might through the thanksgiving of many redound to the glory of God. I'm getting down close to the verse that I want to share. I'm getting down close to the area I want to share with you. For which cause we faint not. But though our outward man perish. Y'all hear that? But though our outward man perish, yet the inward man is renewed day by day. Though we're getting older, though our body is decaying, our inward man is renewed day by day. Let me keep going. For our light affliction, which is but for what, y'all? A moment, temporary. Look at God. I appreciate the Holy Ghost because as I was say, I said, Lord, now I'm talking about this fresh wind. I'm talking about this permanent words in a temporary situation. And I'll show it in your word. For our light affliction, which is but for a moment, worketh for us far more exceeding an eternal weight of glory. I can read that in another translation real quick. For our light and, moment and momentary troubles are achieving for us as an, excuse me, as an internal glory that far outweighs them all. Now here's the last part I wanna share. Here's the verse, verse 18 of 2 Corinthians chapter four. While we look not at things which are seen, but at things which are not seen. For the things which are seen in this world, in this flesh, are what, y'all? Temporary. I love the word of God. For the things which are seen are temporal, 
but the things which are not seen are eternal. God spoke his word years ago. See, we're just catching up to God. Everything he did is done. We, My church would sing that song, it is done. I mean, I, and I love it because everything he did is already done. He already spoke the word. We're catching up to him. He's not confined in time. He created time so that we can exist. He exists outside of time. So everything in this world, everything in this flesh is temporary. While we look, hallelujah, the scripture says in another translation, so we fix our eyes on things which are not seen, but on what is unseen, excuse me. And it says, since what is seen is temporary, <laughs> but what is unseen is eternal. While we look not at things which are seen, but at things which are not seen. For the things which are seen in this flesh, in this world, y'all, are temporary. So what, because things in this world is temporary, then we need to speak the permanent words of God. We need to speak the permanent words of God in our temporary situation. It ain't going to last always. So we don't need to act crazy with the situation. I shared with the saints on Sunday. I said, just because you go through a situation doesn't mean that that has to be who you are. So you can speak the permanent word of God. He already, God already gave you the remedy to that situation. It's already done. And if, and if you don't understand what already done is, look at this like this. When you walk up to a vending machine, everything you want in that vending machine is already done. You want something to drink, it's already done. It's in that vending machine. You want some chips, it's already done. It's in that vending machine. You want some cookies, you want some crackers, you need some gum, hallelujah. It's already done in that vending machine, but you need to, Put in the code. Once you put in that code and you pay the price, and that's the life that God has set for us. Sometimes, y'all, we have to go through the situation. We have to pay the price. But guess what? You can put in the code, the word of God. Put in that word of God. Put in that Galatians 6 and 9 and let us not grow weary and well-doing. And then, poof! In due season, you shall reap if you faint not. Then you grab that thing out of that vending machine called life and you walk in the newness of life. That's what I'm trying to share with you today. That we need to use God's permanent words in our temporary situation. May the blessings of our Lord and the sweet communion of his Holy Spirit rest, rule, and abide with you today. On this Thursday, y'all, thank you always for tuning in. I appreciate the numbers that I look at for those that listen here with Sound Gospel Radio. I appreciate you. I thank you. God bless you to my North Carolina family. I see you. I might text some of y'all later. I see you in the house. Our Maze Land and family, New Jersey is in the house. And oh my goodness, so many other people are here. God bless you. Enjoy today. Be blessed. God bless you.